every white person in this movie is a bad guy. Um, and hmm. think about it. Hmm. That's true. Well, no, uh, his family. Nev Campbell? Yeah. Nah, she's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! It's Monday, and we're feeling good. It only comes once a year. Mamma Mia? Yeah. Friday. Hell yeah. The countdown has begun. Is that what you were referring to? No, I'm just feeling good. Okay. (laughs) You only feel good once a year? Is that a joke? Okay. (laughs) I've struck the right balance between not drinking at all this weekend and having enough coffee today that I've got that eight-minute window where I'm feeling good. But... Mamma Mia is coming out this week. This is just like a – the good movies haven't come out, but I feel like movies are kind of back. Oh, yeah. I, I feel the same way. I mean, uh, Mamma Mia, obviously thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, I am – I'm going to see uh, Mission Impossible before I see Mamma Mia. That comes out – does that come out Friday? I'm pretty sure that comes out this week too. You've been quite I've excited been about Mission Impossible. Jack and the, my dong for Have you, Mission Impossible. If, if, you, if you catch his drift, <laughs> he's been pulling his wanger until the stuff come out. Yeah, so – To uh, put it lightly. Uh, yeah, that comes out uh, on Friday. Nice. So I, you've going to be a box office clash this weekend. Are you into <laughs> Clash of the Titans? Yes. Are you into uh, the other – Mission Impossible movies? No. Just this one looks good? Yeah. Cool. So I'm down for that. If you were like, hey, let's do a bunch of stuff with Mission Impossible, we'll go back and what? Out. Yeah, no, I have no interest in the other ones. Like, uh, uh, I've been ecstatic for this movie since the trailers started coming out because the trailers are fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, They use Imagine Dragons. I'm into it. Yes. Uh, Henry Cavill reloading his fists has become like a huge meme. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, have Have you not seen that? I've seen Where like in the trailer he like uh like oh yeah pumps his fists yeah uh before a fight yeah, yeah now that's becoming a thing that's I could see I could see myself doing that yeah. before a fight well I guess like a bunch of people were like you you know that he was doing it to adjust his shirt sleeves right not cocking his fists uh, too late like, motherfucker oh, this is a meme <laughs> yeah, exactly uh he he they had like a press event. This week, mm-hmm. and he they like literally asked him to do it on stage. They're like, "Hey, do that thing." That's awesome. And he did it. Do the tweet. <laughs> yeah, do the tweet. <laughs> do the tweet. Um, yeah, you know what else has Imagine Dragons in it is Mamma Mia Two. <laughs> I wish that would be shit. We should uh, recut the trailer and just make it all Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yes. Be like, hey, guess who's back? Break me off a piece of that believer. I wanted to give you give you time to do the second believer. Yes, uh, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Mamma Mia because what are they just going to do the same fucking I songs? I can't <laughs> tell you. Right, someone someone uh, actually multiple people tweeted at me being like, uh, "Yo, what do you think of the Mamma Mia Two soundtrack? Haven't listened. <laughs> Betting it's ABBA songs. Yeah. Betcha I know all of them. I just I like they hit they hit all the fucking." This the they got the classics in right there. they yeah. hit all the classics in the first one so what are they gonna do like I'm very curious if they, if they just keep making Mamma Mia movies and yeah. they just keep using the same fucking songs over and over again this actually kind of sucks because I had and I've detailed it on this podcast I've had you know like how you you uh, envision your wedding day yeah like you 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 know what's how it's gonna even if you don't know who's involved you figure that shit out later um you you know like what your wedding day would look like. I, for months, have envisioned what this week would be like. Mamma Mia 2 week. Um, None of it's going to come to fruition. I imagined us going to New York. I imagined us on uh, either Wednesday or Thursday night going out with uh, the LCP boys, getting really drunk, and just having like an ABBA celebration. And we were going to do karaoke. I was going to do Mamma Mia. It would have been great if we did karaoke and we all just did Mamma Mia. Yes. Separately throughout the night. Well, I'm trying to think. I've got kind of a busy week as far as nights go. I don't think I can do that. I want to do... I don't want to see Mamma Mia 2 until 
Like we've drunkenly gone out and done a lot of ABBA karaoke. Uh, you know who's probably pumped for Mamma Mia too Who? is the nation of Aruba. Why? Because I was in Aruba like oh, uh, a right. month ago. They just got they ABBA. fucking love ABBA. Like Dancing Queen is a, a chart topper in Aruba. Ab- yeah, well, ABBA is. Did I tell you about my Uber ABBA experience? No. I uh, I <laughs> was going. Um, I have. The, I'm going to do a little side note. Like, there's one night of my life where like 60 of my only 60 funny stories have come from. So this is all. <laughs> I've probably told a million stories from this night. It was this past year. It was in. Uh, December, I was going from one Christmas party to another Christmas party, and I uh, I was in the Uber, and he was playing, um, I don't know what he was, he was playing, playing something Swedish, and I I don't know who it could have been, but it was somebody Swedish, it was, there was some like, it was top 40, it was a Swedish thing, I can't remember who it was, and I said to the Uber driver, and I was, I'd been overserved at this point, and I said, you know, what's fucking wild is like just dating back to ABBA the best pop has just always come from Sweden and obviously that's a that's a statement of fact yeah Max um, Martin yeah the, yeah like from like ABBA Max Martin the guys from Mike Snow who wrote Toxic Shellback all these guys like Sweden just happens to be this pop music factory so i said i was like it's kind of wild that since ABBA just Sweden pop music factory all, all the, they do is make pop and name people Carl. Yes, and uh, lose in the World Cup. I'm kind yeah. of a huge World Cup guy. Yeah. And uh, so I said that. is to your home nation of Croatia. Yes, that was kind of a tough, uh, the tough week for my years, family. Pal. Tough week for my family. <laughs> uh, so I made that observation, and this was not a Uber pool, mind you. I was... You got you got the big bucks. I'd been uh, I'd been working overtime that week, <laughs> so I said that, and there was just silence. silence. So I said, "No did thoughts." You, did you hear me? No, yeah, I was like, "No thoughts on that." And the driver was like, "Oh no, I I just disagree." <laughs> and I was like, "You disagree?" There's like there's only two responses to that, and it's. Uh, Oh, nice. Or like, I don't know what you're talking about. Both of them pretty much mean the same thing. But this guy just didn't respond because he disagreed. And I was like, so you think that pop music comes from somewhere else? And he was like, no, I, no, it's not a big deal. I just disagree. And That guy's clearly not on the internet because he disagreed with something and shut up. Right, exactly. But it was just weird. So I got to the, this next party. And uh, the party was hosted by our friend Wayne, who's a musician. And uh, there were a lot of musicians there. And I was like, the weirdest fucking thing happened. Tell me if I'm just like a drunk asshole. But I said to my Uber driver, crazy how since ABBA, all the good pops come from Sweden. And they're like nodding along as I'm saying this. And I was like, and the guy said, I disagree. And the whole party was like, yo, that driver is a fucking asshole. Like, was he (laughs) fucking with you? Was he serious? And then I went like four other places that night, and nobody else thought that that was as interesting. And I'm sure these listeners don't think that it was this, that interesting. But it was, it was just a very odd that's experience. Something, that's something that would definitely bother you more than anybody else. Right, because I was trying to say, like, well, what do you mean you disagree? Are you trying to say, like, oh, I like pop music from this place? Or, like, are you denying that? Are you, like, a, are you a birther? Do you think that Max Martin's <laughs> from fucking pop Canada? Music truther. <laughs> yeah, like, do you think that fucking Shellback is from Ireland? Get out of here. <laughs> All I right. fucking hate that guy. So anyway, maybe uh, you know what? Actually, Kellen's in town this week. Yeah, right. You yep. might see him on Monday. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday. I'm going on the show on Tuesday. I can't on Tuesday. Uh, they uh, they also announced the their new album coming out in September. Yes, I'm uh, actually not going to get it when it comes out. No, no. Why not? I'm going to pull the move that uh, my sisters used to pull. What's that? Where one of my sisters huge. BSB fan. One of my sisters, huge sync fan. And they liked the other ones, but they had their favorites. And when an album from one of them would come out, uh, my sis- so my sister, who was a BSB fan, when No Strings Attached came out, she waited a week before she bought No Strings Attached. So it doesn't count. So it, does, so it doesn't count towards any records or anything like that. 
So Ooh. I'm going to do that uh, so they don't break any Imagine Dragons <laughs> record. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to But see, maybe Monday we s- can take Kellen out to karaoke. Yes, and do Mamma Mia. Do you think the Ke- this is that actually this is up my alley. I like making Kellen do things that are a little thing. Maybe Kellen doesn't want to do them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fun? That'd be great. Uh, we w- should tell him like we know a place, and it's uh, the only place that does karaoke on Monday in Boston, wherever that could be. Uh, we should actually try to convince Parker and the rest of the band to play Mamma yes. Mia on Tuesday. That w- I would leave work <laughs> to go and do that that'd be awesome i bet they would uh who's my guy uh the guitarist we follow each other follow each other on instagram I don't his know. handle is like wooly bully something he's no super funny i think the only two names that i know are kellen and parker well so kellen's like kellen's the cute one uh parker's the front man yep and uh wooly bully is he's kind of the lenny of uh in that thing you do the steve zahn character yeah He's the he's the guy that when we were in the green room and uh, oh, the, the, uh... the singer from another band was doing vocal exercises <laughs> and they involved like this kind of like gliss and he, so he was like ah 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 and then Wooly Bully I gotta know this guy's fucking name it's gonna drive me crazy uh, <laughs> he just went uptown girl <laughs> and everyone laughed and I think that that singer was like annoyed. Because the, that that was fucking hilarious. I laughed was, so yeah. hard that it combined my favorite things: music, Billy Joel music, and kind of fucking with someone. <laughs> and that guy, that singer, I think was kind of annoyed because he uh, had the thing of a jokes being made, not necessarily at your expense, but because it wasn't done on your terms. You can't tell. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna take it as disrespect. Yeah, it was one of those things. Uh, wh- who are the members yeah. of Parker, Kellen, Kevin, Will, and Ryan? Maybe this guy's not in the story so far. <laughs> Maybe it's just a guy that one. I, I, it would have to be Will. What's let's see. Will the story so um, the he the, plays a uh, Rickenbacker. Okay. I, I type in Will the story so far, and they show me pictures of the whole band. Okay, this is him. Okay, he's a cool guy. <laughs> I like Will. Uh, Will Levy. Levy. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know that the story so far had a past member. His name is also Kevin. So they have two. They have two fucking Kevins and a Kellen. That's a really cool thing. Having like you're not legit until your Wikipedia page has past lists member. your past members. We should add some people to brunch and then past members, have Jeff them Israel. leave. <laughs> yeah, like we should. Feidelberg hasn't been on forever. We yeah. could have him be a past member. Everyone has a podcast, and everyone can listen to them whenever they want, such as this one, which you can get on demand, because everything's on demand these days. Did you know you can even get postage on demand? All you need is stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. So if you want that like feel of a kind of cool, air-conditioned place where there's a line and uh, like one of those things on the line that they have at banks you can access that right from your desk you buy real you could buy and print real u.s postage for any letter or any package it's available all 24 hours a day six days a week actually you know what let's make it seven let's make it seven let's crank that up to seven every freaking day just click print mail and you're done stamps.com will even send you a digital scale you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Now, anyone can give a recommendation of, oh, go to stamps.com, use this, you do that. I'm going to be real with you. I, DJ Bean, am going to personally recommend that you use stamps.com. This is straight from the heart. From me to you, stamps.com. Go on it right now. Go on it later. You do it at, tuck the kids in, have your sleepy time tea. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Pour, do it, do it. Pull the shades down. Do whatever you've got to do. Light the candles, put on Mission Impossible trailers, do whatever you got to do. Get in the mood and use brunch for this special offer. A four week trial, it includes postage, why wouldn't it? And a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage 
and type in brunch. That's stamps.com. Enter brunch. Stamps.com. It's personal. Uh, one of my favorite things in the world is you just making up fucking taglines for companies. Do you see the uh, the light bulb go on as I'm clearly reading the notes and being like, "Oh, I know what I'll turn this into. I know I know how to to ruin this, so we probably <laughs> won't get paid for it." Uh, uh we saw a uh, skyscraper this week. Yes, and it was fucking dope. You liked it. I loved it. Did you? You loved it? Yes. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I'll put it this way: I saw two movies this weekend. Yeah, that's not true. I saw three movies this weekend. Ooh, Didn't drink again. Not to brag. Um, I saw Skyscraper and Sorry to Bother You, and I preferred Skyscraper to Sorry that to Bother You. That is wild. Yeah, <laughs> people are going to be so pissed. I already know. We'll we'll get into it in a little bit. You haven't seen Sorry to Bother You yet. No. Um, I'm going to be. Everyone's gonna fucking hate me. Because I thought that Sorry to Bother You was like a 7.9 out of 10. And I haven't seen or heard from anyone who would rate it less than a 10.10 million. Okay. People love that shit. Yeah. Um, Skyscraper, though, was... uh, It was just a very exciting thing the whole time. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I I thought that it was... uh, I wouldn't say that it was any better than, than, like... Average or mediocre. Average rock movie or average movie. Average movie. Okay, so like well, that's way better movie. than rock than the rock movies. Then I don't know. Like he just makes he makes very mediocre movies. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked this one because it was a little better than mediocre. Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with that. I think that that's a, a fair assessment. I thought this movie started out really, really good. Like I was, it, I was it, in. It has a cool, interesting premise. Yeah. Except there were some pitfalls in its predictability. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, namely, the revealing of the bad guys. I would say that one of my notes is uh, the. So th- this is a movie about a security consultant who's going to um, do this security thing for the tallest building in the world, and uh, it's built by this designer, and he's got his team around him, and there are some bad guys. The Every white person in this movie is a bad guy, um, and think about it. Hmm. That's true. Well, no, uh, his family. Nev Campbell? Yeah. No, nah, she's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nev Campbell. Yeah, she, uh, she is great. She's uh, so hot. Um, yeah, still. So, um, no, as every white man in this movie is, uh, is a bad guy. Not a complaint. It's, that's a pretty... Accurate, Accurate. <laughs> correct thing to do. But uh, one of my notes is uh, most obviously bad guy of oh the year award God. goes to the only sweaty white guy in a building full of clean cut Asian people. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yes. It, it, well, I mean, I have. Uh, they're all wearing suits and they're all so proper and they're all so friendly and nice and everything. And there's one guy who works for them who's always like worried yeah. and he's sweating and he's always on his cell phone. Like that guy's it's, bad. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and he's he's, he's uh, he plays like a bad guy in every fucking thing that he's in. He's just like an evil looking person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that guy's name, but he's like he's like, British. Another mistake that they make uh, as I far have that as note by the way, I have the uh, English double agent. Obvious bad guy. <laughs> Most obvious bad yeah. guy ever. Uh, they reveal the uh, bad guys early on that are setting up the uh, fire because they set a fire in this building. Yeah. And um, how they do it is how most bad guys do anything bad in movies, which is they dress up as maintenance guys. Yes. And I realized when they showed these maintenance guys who, if you were to fucking like they had like mean eyebrows drawn onto their faces, with which is how apparently bad guy they were. That should always tip people off in movies. When you see a maintenance guy who doesn't look fucking friendly, have you ever encountered a maintenance guy who was mean or angry or not friendly? Maintenance guys are generally the most like helpful. They their job is to fucking fix shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, obviously, uh, obvious tip was when he stopped and talked to the little kid. And yeah, not, like bad guys always do that when yeah. they, they when they see a little kid, they stop and they like crouch down and they're like, "Hey, little guy." Yeah, blah blah blah. blah, blah. And it's like, "Yep, that guy is definitely a, a bad person." So anytime Ma- you see a maintenance man talking to a child, kill them. Real maintenance guys never fucking look the way these guys. These guys, <laughs> and they, these guys had like. Uh, 
they had like bad guy builds, so they were strong, but they yeah. were strong like bad guys. Yeah. Maintenance guys are strong, but they're strong in like uh, they most of their exercise comes from uh, d- like doing the drumstick twirl with a uh, wrench, with like a monkey yeah. wrench. You know, yeah. they do like they're ooh, they're ooh, like the ooh. um they're like they have skinny guy strength. Yeah, and like the belts that that maintenance guys wear, they wear like tool belts yeah. and. The bad guys when they wear tool belts, you're like, ooh, there's a knife attached to that belt. <laughs> maintenance guys, I feel like like real maintenance guys have one or one of two body types. They're either very skinny, yeah. and like lanky mm-hmm. and sort of can squeeze in these tight spaces, or they're, or they're, like they're fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this maintenance guys should be pissed watching this movie yes. though. They they make maintenance guys it's problematic look bad. But yeah, overall, I liked this movie a lot. I was never like. Man, how long is how much longer does this have to go? I don't like this thing. There were, I mean, it gave me everything I wanted. It gave me takes. It gave. It, there were ridiculous things. So much fire. There was my tagline for the movie was uh, half the fire of Baywatch <laughs> because it's a movie about fire and it still has like just a little less fire than Baywatch has. Uh, there is a shitload of fire. There though. is so much fucking fire in this movie. And uh, the jump scene didn't disappoint. The jump scene is one of the most preposterous scenes in movie history. The jump scene, they don't tell you in the preview, he does the jump while being shot. Yes, he does the jump while being shot. There's a team of people shooting him and as he jumps. It's somehow more preposterous in the mo- in the actual movie uh, he's being shot at. Uh, he also r- runs half the distance of yes. the crane yeah. before doing the jump, so he doesn't even get a full this running start. This was some start. NFL combine, uh, what's like that called? triple jump. What's that called where you're standing flat foot and then oh, you just yes. have to leap? Yeah. That's what uh, Yeah, I don't know what that jump's called. But The Rock, so he was not drafted, obviously, yeah. but if he had sent this tape out, if he had done this shit at his pro day, The Rock would have been the first overall pick. Uh, he ran half the distance, and he was also like pretty banged up by that point in the movie. This The Rock got fucked up in this movie. He was banged up uh, like two minutes into the movie years earlier <laughs> when he lost his leg. Yep. Um, he, yeah, the, the, it was, um... But, like, he hobbled half the distance of the crane before making that jump. They, I like the way they did it, though, because they didn't do the, well, this could possibly happen. Once they decided there was going to be a scene where a guy fucking hops on one foot two miles, they're like, okay, we'll just let him do whatever impossible things. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, the stunts in this were, were pretty crazy and they were i like the absurd the sheer absurdity of them like if you're gonna make a a, an action movie with the rock i feel like it's a good idea to go all in on just like absurd him doing absurd things like he climbed when he climbed the fucking crane Mm -hmm. like uh just fucking oh that was the most yes that was more ridiculous than anything else (laughs) he climbs on one foot he climbs up a crane that is not a thing that's supposed to be scales the crane yes it's incredible and then what else does he do there's i would say half of the scenes in this movie involve the rock pulling himself up yeah. by his body weight <laughs> yeah. to save his own life yeah. he does that a lot of times only one of which involves him using his prosthetic his, leg yeah. to save him that was cool and i you told me that um people were very uh excited, excited yeah. about the message that this sends and what it does for like the disabled community yeah. so i kind of watched it with that lens and not with the exception of using his prosthetic leg to lift up his whole body weight, there really wasn't so much um, like, oh, that's ridiculous. He wouldn't be able to do that on one leg. Yeah. He was a real like hero with one leg. So it was right. kind of the I would say the only thing they did, honestly, was that. So yeah. that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, I did like that. Like half the half this movie was spent on um, like shots of uh, a TV camera. Do it, catching his stunts and like people just standing around watching the TV and being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, how long would you stay there? Because it's this happened over the course of hours, and there was a crowd of people that were just standing there the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, they would you go they for got like a half an hour worth. and then be like, "All right, I've got a." No, when you get to watch a fucking dude like scale yeah. the fucking building, it was and do shit like that, and they they were good. They were a very good audience. Yes. They uh, cheered where they needed to. Now th- there was some. Uh, Season one twenty four elements to this also take in elements, I suppose, where the cops are after the good guy. 
So yeah, like, I don't know. I don't understand. Time, I didn't to... understand that part of the movie because, like, how did? Because he was a security consultant, and then a bunch of shit went wrong, and they used his login to do it. So they were like, "We got to talk to this guy." And Nev Campbell was like, "Uh, hello. Clearly, this is what happening. What's happening?" And they were like, "We're not so sure. Kill him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like, uh, "How do we trust you?" Yeah, towards Nev Campbell. She was like. Uh, because everyone else here is doing bad illegal shit and I'm not <laughs> and like my husband is a, like a, a war hero and yeah, a yeah, fucking he, hostage rescuer yeah, and both, I'm a surgeon right, a war surgeon both, yes they're both war heroes and they are treated with the utmost disrespect <laughs> yeah. they could not be more skeptical of these war heroes slash uh, Nev Campbell's like a genius there's like there's nothing about any of these two people that should make you not trust them. And the cop's first inkling is to be like, hmm, let's find out about these two. <laughs> like, what about the people that just set that fire? We'll get to them in a second. <laughs> get the guy who's trying to save the children. Uh, Bring him away from saving the children so I can talk to him. This movie, big on duct tape. Yes. Huge on duct tape. A lot tape. of product placement in this. <laughs> people complained about uh, fucking Uncle Drew without even seeing it. There was more duct tape product placement in this than there was Pepsi product placement in Uncle Drew. Yes, uh, this is basically just a two-hour duct tape infomercial. I think that one of the uh, when we do, he has some uh, duct tape related like walk-off lines. Yes, I'm I was a just huge fan say, of the rock. I was just going to say, uh, I think that when we do our worst of 2018, yeah, uh, worst possible line mm-hmm. uh, was uh, if, if duct tape if duct tape can't fix it, you're not using enough duct tape. Yeah. Just add money. He doesn't. He doesn't say it to anybody either. No, Nobody else in is in the room. room. He's talking to himself. Maybe he has cabin fever from being in the tallest building for <laughs> two plus hours. There is a there is a good amount of the Rock talking to himself alone uh, to explain plot device things yeah. in this movie. There were some. He does have a cool line though when he says, uh, "There's one thing I have to tell you to the bad guy at the end." That was cool. What did he? What was the thing that he had to tell you? Oh, uh, I'm behind you. I'm behind you. Ooh, spoiled. He alert. was, yeah. Ooh, motherfucker, you just got that shit spoiled. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was all pretty cool. Uh, he has two kids that he's trying to save, and one of them needs to immediately be taking it, taken in for psychiatric evaluation because when the fire starts and they're in the building, she very calmly says to her mother, uh, "Mom, are we gonna die?" But it's not in like a, <laughs> like Mom, an, yeah, it's not like a panic. Are we thing. gonna die? Or it's just like a very like, oh, mom, what time's dinner? Mom, are we going to die? So that was very messed up. That child is ready to die. That's right. (laughs) That child was like, I've done, I've lived my life. That was like, well, this might as well fucking happen. I've gotten in my six and a half years. (laughs) It's, it's somebody else's turn. Uh, A shitload of, uh, of accents in this movie. Accidents? Accents. Oh. All over the place on the accent map. But uh, yes, I had difficulty understanding one of the guys uh, throughout the movie, but it didn't really. He didn't Which really, guy was it? Uh, the the maintenance guy, the maintenance guy, yeah, the bad like, one, the main bad guy. Yeah. Or the yeah, he's not like the highest. No, yeah, I think he is. He's like the highest on the ladder of the bad guys. I think he's like the highest uh, henchman, isn't he? Yeah, but. Uh, oh, no, he no, he is the main. He's, he's the like bad the brains guy. of the yeah. operation, which. Why? Why would he do? Would just hire somebody else to do it? I know you're gonna dress up as a fucking maintenance man when you're the when you're, you're running the operation. You're spending so much time in a building full of fire. Why would you do that? Um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, I, I I liked it. I thought that it really steered into the cheesiness on the in the second half, like down the stretch. Yeah. it got so fucking cheesy. Yeah, but like it, that's fine. Whatever. That's what I sort of expect when I go to see a rock action. Movie. I mean, when I was told about this movie, I thought it was gonna be the most ridiculous thing in the world, because just because of the jump. So I was very excited to see this, and I will say that I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was crazy, ridiculous, certainly cheesy, but I was not expecting it to be great. I also don't have as good a frame of reference with the classic action movies. I have not seen Die Hard. Really? Um, no. Wow, okay. I've basically just seen Taken and every season of 24. <laughs> and that's right. my... Uh, I haven't seen any of the ones where uh, the Paul Walker... Before he dies, when he does the car movies, mm-hmm. up he, up until when he dies, uh, just to clarify, the dead guy, Paul Walker is dead. Ah, uh, shit! With uh, who's the alive guy? Um, uh, Vin Diesel. Yes, and uh, who died? Uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker's dead. Dead. Um, Very dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, did I? I thought that the. Uh, 
I thought like the the bad guy and his motivation was kind of fucking lame in this movie. Yeah, he, like the He's whole like USB blackmailed, the, like the, the lame ass USB drive that they that they they're protecting and stuff. I thought that that aspect was kind of lame. That's been done a lot too. And yeah. I mean, speaking of twenty four, there's been a lot of the we've got to get this thing. Why do you care about this thing so much? It's also done in Game Night because this thing contains a list of names. It could ruin me. Yeah, it's like well, just. Shut up. <laughs> it's like fucking... Chill out. Don't keep lists of names if you're a bad guy, because it'll fucking come back and haunt you. That's true. If uh, if BuzzFeed is up to anything bad, they're going to be fucked one day. <laughs> we got all your fucking lists, motherfucker. All your names. We got and all, all your, your list. listicles. There are a million things demanding of your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Your couch, yup, the office, indeed. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. Uh, Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. Think of how much time you could save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off, blah, 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 blah. I have a question. Yes. If you're in the, could you go to the doctor's without an appointment, sit in the waiting room, do it on your phone, and then you bring the doctor to the doctor's? Ooh. Can you do that? Ooh. Doctorception? Yes. Yes. Uh, Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses uh, through an online vision test, and it's designed by doctors. Every test is reviewed by a doctor, so they're literally bringing the doctor's office to your home. Uh, Or to the doctor's office. (laughs) I use use Simple Contacts myself. It's very, very easy to use. It's very great, very convenient. Uh, The contact lenses prices are unbeatable. The vision test is only 20 bucks, and shipping is free. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order with promo code BRUNCH. So try it for yourself. Go to simplecontacts.com using promo code BRUNCH and, uh, and enjoy, enjoy seeing. Again, that's $20 off your first order at simplecontacts.com slash brunch or promo code BRUNCH at checkout. Simple Contacts. Give a little bit of your eyes to me. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of your eyes to me. Your eyes Come on, give a little bit Give a little bit of your eyes to me Everybody Give a little bit Give a little bit of your eyes to me Give a little bit stamps.com. Ow! Simple context is not a replacement for your periodic full eye exam. Did you pick up on the fact that the, the rock didn't fire a gun in this whole movie? Ooh, that's cool. Did they? Was that an intentional uh, woke kind of thing? Not I don't necessarily think woke, so. but like a 2018 kind of. No, message? I don't think so. I think it was just like part of the story. Uh, like in the beginning, oh, of no, the, right. he, he says he, says, he says, doesn't like, like shooting guns. Yeah. Yes, he says he says like that that whole incident that blew off his leg. Mm-hmm. Said he hasn't picked up a gun since then. Mm-hmm. Um, he said uh, specifically, "I put down my sword and I'm never going to pick it back up again." So I don't think that he fires a gun throughout the entire movie, but picks up a sword at the end of the movie that's right there's a sword thing yeah, uh, the sword scene hey uh skyscraper that uh hacksaw ridge called it wants its hero back there you go have you seen hacksaw ridge no i haven't but i do know the premise of that he right? won't shoot a gun he won't shoot a gun he's a, what do they call it and uh, vince vaughn pacif- won't pacifist? put in a good performance oh yeah yeah vince vaughn's like a, in that movie yeah well he's he plays a serious role and i'm like sorry vince vaughn you could be killing this but you're fuck i can see that you're vince vaughn the whole time well he that was sort of the issue with uh uh true detective season two. Oh, he's really stunk in that yeah is that by the way did father john misty have something to do with true detective I don't think so. Maybe. I th- he has... I think that he maybe did one of the theme songs or something. I don't know. I could be wrong. I saw... I was searching the other day for a performance of his song, True Affection, and when you typed in Father John Misty 
true like everything was like true detective song oh really detective. yeah so interesting i don't know uh quick shout out to john misty uh two things one saved a life at forecastle this weekend it's a festival in louise in louisville that we want to go to but we didn't everyone was there Houndmouth was there father yep. john misty was there t-pain was there fucking arcade fire was there a lot of cool great fun people chris stapleton was there so shout out to that but uh someone there was a medical emergency and uh, he saved the person's life by stopping playing his song, which is... Actually, the song was Hollywood uh, Forever Cemetery Sings. So it was cool that he stopped playing a song about uh, funerals <laughs> when someone could have died. So good stuff there. Also, there's a petition for Father John Misty to become the new CEO of uh, Papa John's. <laughs> really? Yeah. Papa John Misty? Yeah. And it was it's just like a picture of him like one of his like moody faces and he's wearing the papa john's hat which i can't tell if that's problematic or not what just anything that has to do with, with papa, papa john's? john's anymore probably what did you think of their pizza did you ever have it i've never had papa john's pizza i thought everyone was like oh papa john sucks like it was it was fine chain pizza i thought better or worse than domino's well domino's is the worst acceptable thing that someone can put in their body i had it this weekend and, oh i have it all the time there's a domino's <laughs> near me i fucking all of i realized the other day i was closing tabs on safari on my phone and i have like 13 open and 12 of them are Domino's really? trying to order from an Uber. Yeah. And it's all they were always opened at like 5.51 a.m. hoping. Like, I think they're still open. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I had it uh, a late night late night snack when I was fucking absolutely blasted. What did you get at Domino's? Uh, just a cheese pizza, I think. Ooh. Yeah, pretty soft move. Did you see... Uh, I had a cool thing last week that... Um, I ordered a pizza, not Domino's, mm-hmm. but I ordered a pizza and ate the whole thing in one sitting. That's a cool little, uh, it's nice to be reminded that I can still do that in my older age. I used to I used to do that shit all the time. I was going to say, you better get to the point where you reveal that that's not a thing that you don't do. Because I was going to say, that's fucking adorable, Pete. Welcome no, to I hating mean, like, your life. Yeah, and, no, but like I, uh, I like to be reminded that I can still do it. I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. I exhibit a little bit of self-control every now and then. Yeah. When I get a pizza, I'll get the, like four slices. The only thing that stops me from eating a whole pizza sometimes when I'm stopped from doing it is just that I'm fucking tired of <laughs> eating it and reaching for it. That's the only <laughs> thing because I we, we were doing a thing at work like what's the one food of which you could eat the most? Uh, it was after 4th of July after the fucking hot dog eating contest. And my answer is probably pizza or fries or just really anything that i like i can eat forever hot dogs you realize you don't love because there's nothing grosser in for any person than the first bite of a third hot dog you can do i was gonna say you can do two two hot dogs rule yeah a third hot dog oh my god so fucking gross i but i think it might be a little different if you like have variety of hot dogs maybe like yeah. if you have like a like if you had like a Portillo's hot dog yeah. and then like a other like chili dog and then like a other shit other sort of hot dogs. Oh dude, I was listening to EEI the other day and they were talking about uh so Rich Keefe, a Boston radio guy, does a segment called Kiefer Madness and it's just where they give him like 10 minutes to talk about some weird ass shit and okay. it's awesome. <laughs> Super up my alley. And he was there was a news story in Chicago? They were having a. It was like a town hall meeting about the zone, the rezoning of a Portillo's location. And a woman got up there, and she was like, "I don't have a job, and nobody talks to me." And she just kind of dumped all her problems out. And the guy was like, uh, "Ma'am, do you have any thoughts on the Portillo's thing?" And she was like, "Well, I don't like." Facebook, and I don't have the internet. Hello, my name is Lisa Ann White Whitmer Wagman. I just moved here because I'm getting a divorce, and it's not final till September 18th. My husband will not give me any money, not one penny. The lawyer won't help me. My husband won't help me. 
My dad, Marlon Lee Whitmer, he's a minister, won't help me. My stepmother won't help me. My mother passed away seven years ago. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing, but there's a reason. My lawyer is Justin Title. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Ma'am, we're discussing the rezoning for the Portillo's. Do you have any comments on that? For what? We're discussing the rezoning on 53rd for... Well, I live on 63rd. Again, we're here to hear comments about the rezoning. Well, I don't like Facebook, and I don't like the Internet because I can't find a job. The library blocked my password. Now tell me, does that make any sense to you? Ma'am, we're not here to discuss your personal life. I'm sorry. Do you have any comments about the rezoning? No, sir. Have Thank a good you. day. Thank you. Next. What, just, wanted, she wanted the mic. She yeah, wanted she, that mic. She, she just wanted to get it all out there. She had some shit she had to say. Yeah. And it didn't necessarily have to do with Portillo's. Okay. <laughs> so eventually the guy was like, do you have any thoughts on Portillo's? And she was like, I don't know what that is. Like, annoyed with this guy. Like, would you shut the fuck up about Portillo's? Everything out of your mouth to me has been some mumbo-jumbo about the rezoning of Portillo's. But they were talking about it on EEI, and they were like, what is Portillo's? And they were like, oh, it's a place that... And they were looking... You could tell they were Googling it. And I texted uh, John Tomasi, who was on with them, and I was like, what the you fuck don't is wrong fucking, with you people? Yeah, I was like, you, you're a fucking baseball writer. You go to Chicago all the time. If I went to Chicago all the time, whenever I do go to Chicago, <laughs> you've been in Chicago with me a bunch of times. Fucking you know what I do. Literally open and close yeah. Portillo's. That's one of the, that's a, I feel like, I don't know how this could work its way into a game of Never Have I Ever, but I feel like uh, <laughs> You could say be Never cool, Have, oh, well, you would have to say that you have done that. Right. I remember people used to do Never Have I Ever. They would say like. They would just try to get people to say shit. Yeah. So, like, one time, I remember in college, a girl was like, uh, never have I ever not had sex. And she was trying to get people to say, like, never ever had sex. And in my mind, I was like, do not be an asshole to her about her phrasing. I was going to be like, there's a second, there's never been a time in your life where you weren't having sex. <laughs> Holy shit. You are, this girl, as we play this game, is, is having, having sex. sex. Holy moly. Good for her. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Congrats to her. Uh, but yeah, I texted uh, Tomasi. I was like, you've ever been to fucking Portillo's? And he was like, yeah, I think I've been there a couple times. I was like, how are you fucking like how are you blase? Yeah, yeah, about I've been to Portillo's a couple times. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Man, anybody talking about Portillo's and not yanking that crank. I told him, I was like, yo, did you get the super beef when you went? And he was like, I'm on the radio. Please leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Well, what's new with you, pal? Uh, nothing. I'm going to see Beck tonight. By the time everyone hears this, I'll have seen Beck live in concert. I love seeing Beck. Wow. Cool. I've only seen him once, and it was after Morning Phase came out, after he'd won uh, the Grammy for Album of the Year. Kanye was all pissed. And it was shortly after that, he was headlining Boston Calling, and I thought he'd be playing a lot of stuff from Morning Phase. Nope. He just did fucking greatest hits out the waz. And really? it was a super cool, respectable move from him. Right. Came out, like opened with Devil's Haircut, played Loser, did the whole thing. Awesome. I still don't understand Beck. Like, it's just one of those those guys that I've never he's, gotten uh, into. He's PG Prince. Yeah, they, I remember you saying that. He's he's not Prince. Like all over the map. But he's just all over the map and really cool and kind of follows his own compass. And he's a, uh, he's a, um, a Scientologist. Ooh, don't yeah, love that. But he's like an old school Scientologist. He was uh, he's a hipster. He's a hipster. Sci- yes, he was a Scientologist before it was cool. Wow, big, and, uh, big, uh, big week for Scientologists. What else happened? M- uh, Mission Impossible. Oh right, Tom Cruise and uh, Foo Fighters brought John Travolta on stage. <laughs> God. And they played. Uh, they played. Uh, is it called "You're the One That I Love"? Uh, from Greece. Yeah. Sure. Have you not seen Greece? I've seen Greece. Grease, what a soundtrack. Yeah, uh, they, absolutely. So they played that, and uh, Grohl was doing the, I got chills, they multiplying, and I do like a Oh, man, that song is such a jam. 
Yo's flying. It's electrifying. <laughs> so he brought out John Travolta for that, and John Travolta didn't do any of that. Really? So just Dave Grohl sang the whole thing by himself, and John Travolta was doing like the. I don't like, want to be here. Oh, I got to see it. Like doing these like, fucking like loose ass thumbs up. John Travolta. I got a thing with John Travolta's hands because I shook it. I shook his hand one time and it was like the biggest floppy. It was. Oh, my God. But it wasn't. You know what shaking a limp hand is like. Yeah. You, just, you touch a person's hand. You're, you're like, like cool. I have no respect for you. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. John Travolta was like shaking a balloon. It was <laughs> shaking the hamburger helper. Thing. It was like. It was like, hold out my iced coffee to me. Just like, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> like, it was like he was holding a, a fucking water balloon. And it was, or you, or you know those, uh, you know those stupid things? They're like, they were like little rubber bags, I guess. And they had liquid inside of them. You know what I'm talking about? And there was like kind of a hole in them. <laughs> Catheter? I don't know. It was like a thing that you, it was like a, it wasn't a toy. I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh, um, the like the th- like the where you like sh- like stick your finger and shit. Yeah, yeah, like the like the gel. Yeah, thing. that was like a very experimental thing for kids because I think the kids would look at that, they'd hold it, they'd be like, "Huh, I don't know what this is." And then after a while, they'd kind of look both ways, they'd stick their finger. Yeah, right. it's wild that more kids didn't try to fuck that toy. Well, that was like I think that like kids would finger that a <laughs> lot though. Yeah. Um, that do you think that maybe that's like a thing? I know that when you have like a kid after that's, however long like, you're supposed to show them a pacifier yeah. and then just kind of that's that's like an introduction to that's like a gateway drug to like um what's it called the uh what are the flashlights yeah yeah <laughs> it's a gateway drug to flashlight oh <laughs> dude someone uh I don't know what it was someone tweeted something at me and flashlight was in the tweet and then I got followed by like a flashlight account. <laughs> And when I would check my mentions, this is before I started muting people and blocking things. And like my mentions would be like a fucking. F- I'd be you know when like people when like bot accounts tweet at people and it's just like it doesn't really happen anymore. But they would just send a tweet and it would be a million names and then a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would get like those fake things from like flashlight. from like flashlight, and it was from some. I don't know. Someone was like, happy birthday, DJ. Another person responded like, hope you got a flashlight. Something like that. And then my fucking mentions were fucked for a while. But yeah. I'm going to look up on Twitter if I've ever had uh, any interaction with flashlight. Because I believe that I I have. Oh, yeah. I'm on the tweet with you. Oh, nice. Yeah. I am. Somebody tweeted, I'm very here for DJ Bean doing ad reads. The enthusiasm is off the charts, but why does it have to be sports related? Yuck. And I responded, CC flashlight. Oh, you did it? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I did CC'd flashlight, uh, and flashlight responded, said definitely wouldn't be sports related. <laughs> you got this. You got that fucking. I got the ball rolling. You uh, did. Uh, you watch Scrubs, right? Yeah. You know when the janitor eats the the diuretic pie just to show uh, JD that there's nothing wrong yes, with it, yeah. and they both have diarrhea, yeah. and they're sitting in stalls next to each other, and JD's like, "Why would you? Why did you? Yeah, like why did you do this? <laughs> Same thing. Like you signed up for being on some fucking spam ass tweets, all a in the name light. of a fun little uh, flashlight joke. So excited to see back. Also, uh, we. We're kind of in a. We said that movies are back. We're kind of in a trailer kind of mood because I saw a trailer for a movie called uh, The Sisters Brothers, and it's a western starring John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Riz Ahmed. Great, looks cast. awesome. Yeah, looks awesome. A lot of guns being shot. I think there are some horses in the mix, Mm-mm. as westerns typically have. Uh, I don't mind John C. Riley kind of doing others. John C. Riley's kind of a He's an interesting one. Yeah, he's definitely. got a little Beck to him, where he yeah, he's all over the place. Like yeah, he, he's uh, he is obviously known for the comedy and mm-hmm. Step Brothers and all that. But like, I feel like he's a, a lot smarter and a lot more talented than people give him credit for, or he's at got, least like the general public. Right. It's like uh, how Jeff Daniels did uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and he'll right. be forever known for that. But he's a fucking actor. Yeah, for he's sure. a real ass guy. Um, what else? Oh, there's a uh, new movie coming out called My Big Fat Law-Abiding Citizen with Jennifer Garner, and it's the movie Law-Abiding Citizen. 
and it just st- it's Jennifer Garner instead. Uh, I I like the the comparison to Death Wish more than I like Law Abiding Citizen. Well, it's like Death Wish in that they're making a movie that's been made a million fucking times, but it's with a different person. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it can't be the same movie. There are other people doing it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, like every shakes every production of a Shakespeare play is. Different play. It is literally the the like most fucking basic right down the middle. It's a woman who revenge. has her fa- who, yeah. It's a revenge story. Woman, uh, her family gets murdered, mm-hmm. uh, and she's it's the cartel did it, and now she has to go. She dropped off the map. She disappeared, mm-hmm. and now she's back, and she's ready to kill them all. Which is exactly in the sake of a re- in revenge. What happens in Death Wish? Exactly what happens. That is. So and they even have like the they even have the scene in the trailer where it's like all oh, the people on social media are saying that oh, she's right. a hero. Yeah, and it's like she's a murderer. That's oh my god! Not if you wild. ask them. It's the exact same fucking scene. It is so exactly Death Wish. But I'm just down to see it because a I saw the other fucking ones, so <laughs> I'm pot committed at this point. So I might as well see this one. And also, I like Jennifer Garner, but I don't really love any of Jennifer Garner's roles. So maybe this will be it for me. Maybe okay. her doing a role that's been done 6,000 times by people I don't necessarily love will Jennifer Garner cool. is just a fucking clearance rack Hillary Swank, if you ask me. They are, yeah, they do kind of, yeah. Uh, I, I do love the fact that the Capital Jennifer one, Garner is way prettier than Hillary Swank. Uh, I wouldn't say way prettier. They I, look kind of similar. Like Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner is probably more attractive than I bet all Swing. women look the same to you, <laughs> Pete. Is it because she's a woman? Yes. It's uh it's she has boobs. Yes. Ugh. What? Disgusting. <laughs> uh no. I uh I actually watched a movie this week. I watched an old movie. It's like a year old. I watched okay. Table 19. Yeah. The one with Anna Kendrick where she goes to a wedding and she's it's it's the table full of randos and that movie, I almost want to make you watch it so you can see it, but I don't think you're going to watch it. So I'll, I'll watch just... it. Okay. Let's just say... I'm intrigued because you said that it has a crazy twist. It has a twist for the ages. It's it's unbelievable. Everybody, watch. We'll talk about it on Friday's episode. I want to see you come in having learned the twist, and then we can talk about it. Because, man, there's a twist. Uh right. I guess quickly, should we get to sorry to bother you and how the world is probably yeah, going to hate yeah. me? Yeah. So, I was so excited for sorry to bother you. The most excited maybe of any person. Very, very excited because I love Lakeith Stanfield. This movie looked weird as fuck. What more do I love than weird shit? So, I thought it was going to be right up my alley. And I just liked it. And I can't tell if it's because my expectations were so high or because it just wasn't that good. But I would say, like I said, I would say it's like a 7.9 out of 10. And I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about it. My issue with it is it was all over the place. Which for, like, weird shit is supposed to be like that. Yeah. But there were a couple points where I was just like... Exhausted? Wait, yeah! I was like, wait, wait, what is this movie now? (laughs) Like now, what's it about? So, it's um, it's like a rag rags to riches sort of tale, right? It's like a tale. It's it's this. It's a very similar plot to uh, is it Little Big League, where the kid becomes the manager of the <laughs> twins and then kind of leaves his friends behind. Yeah, same kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking comparison! I mean, yeah, I I it's, would... it's adult Little Big League. Okay, yeah, Little Bigger League. Yes, and uh, little, uh, let me think, little, I would say like Little Giant League, the Little That's Giants little League, giants. yes. It's got a hybrid there. It's the Little Giants. Um, yeah, and it's weird, like, Lakeith Stanfield was awesome, Army Hammer was awesome, everyone was awesome. Have you, oh. you have sex with any kids? Uh, yeah. Nice. Probably. <laughs> he plays a kind of wild guy, so perhaps. Okay. Uh, Steve Yun, Yen? Uh, from, from The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead? Okay. yeah, he's um, he's one of the main characters, and he was it was all good performances, and I liked the weirdness of it. I, it's you reflect upon it for a while after seeing it, okay. Not, but I, I I don't know. I just think that it's a this movie for me is a victim of overhype. I was so excited for Get Out, 
I was so fucking excited for Get Out, and this is the most excited I've been for a movie since Get Out, and I knew that there was no way Get Out was going to live up to my expectations, and it blew him out of the water. So I'd experienced really wanting to see a movie, and then it being even better than I thought it would be, which typically, like, Pineapple Express I was really excited to see, and then it was just... It was, in hindsight, I liked that movie a lot, but at the time I was like, oh man, it was just good, that's it. And that's kind of how I feel about this, where, except I'm on the other end of having seen a movie that exceeded expectations when I had super high expectations. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see it because I feel like that happens a lot, where it just gets overhyped and you're like, well, that wasn't And I haven't heard anybody say, like, it's not the best, it's really good, or it's good, I don't know. I, I get fucking. That's, you're in a tough spot because, like, you can't. You well, I guess you can, but like, uh, people are gonna hate you when yeah. you say like you can't. They're they're not gonna allow you to have that take. Well, because this is like the cool. This is like whatever. This is the movie that everyone's been looking forward to, myself included. Right. And it was. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll, I'm ready to fucking fight over it. All right. Uh, if it's, all I can say is, it was really good, or it was good. The performances were good. It was just a really chaotic movie. Okay. All right. Um, we also need to talk about the fact that Insecure is coming back and Daniel is nowhere to be fucking found yes. in the trailer. And, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. And yeah, that's right. yeah Daniel's in it. Dan- Dan- she's Daniel, living with yeah, Daniel. And Daniel's in the Survive the Purge. Yes. Would you say Survive, oh, survive, the, survive purge. the Purge? First yeah. Purge. Um, yeah. And by all accounts, JL isn't in it. He did was doing an interview and they asked him about uh, season three. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, they're shooting it now," and I haven't heard anything about it. So that's so weird because they spent uh, they spent so much time in season two devoted to Daniel uh, and basically like having a branch off where where like you mean Lawrence? Ha- God damn it! Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Lawrence. They spent so much time Is with Lawrence post breakup. They're both <laughs> men, Pete. To me. Uh, yeah, where they spent uh, so much time post breakup on his storyline. Mm. And I thought that it was pretty good. Yeah, me too. But also, I would respect, and who knows if he's just got other stuff he's working on. I think that anybody on that show would be crazy to leave it for any like Mark Brandanowitz kind of reasons. Yeah. You're not going to do better than right. that show unless you're fucking starring in a movie. Um, in which it actually no, because Daniel starred in the first purge, right. way worse than um, <clears throat> insecure than insecure. So, uh, but I do think it's real that like that was a relationship, and then time was spent on the aftermath, and then you just don't fucking talk to that person anymore. And yeah. if it's a show about Issa, then it would. That's be, true. Yeah, like, from her perspective, like that shit does happen. Where like. You keep tabs on them post breakup in the like the short term, yeah, and then eventually they they just fucking go on living their lives without you. Yeah, don't I know it? But I I love Lawrence, so yeah, I see. I see, I loved season two, and it was all building up to this fucking to the scene outside of the restaurant, which I'll never be able to get over because both of them just like I hate when Cut mommy throat. and daddy fight. Uh, it was <laughs> it was so brutal, but. I was as interested in Lawrence's storyline and his life and what he was doing because, I don't know, Like the, I think that a lot of guys can identify with Lawrence's situation, which is he's uh, like a young man still kind of figuring out, like he has an idea of what he wants to do and what he wants to be, but he doesn't know it exactly. Severely and he underachieving. Hasn't, and yeah, and he hasn't achieved it. So yeah. there is like a lot of, not necessarily floating through life, but kind of figuring out what exactly you're doing so that's why like that's why initially girls fucking um struck a chord with me and that's why insecure struck a chord with me because like just young people don't necessarily always have their shit together right and in fact a lot of old people don't i'm a little i'm a little nervous and a little upset about the possibility um of you know insecure losing like the male side of it the male relatability side of it Ah. with uh lawrence gone yeah because like that is they did a really good job with that and obviously they do a great job with Issa's story as well but i like the fact that that there's like a, a male side of it that is relatable 
I think that they said though that a lot of season three is going to be uh, through a male lens. Oh, really? I think that's the case because there was uh, they got pushback for that. Oh, really? Yeah, male's okay. a four letter word. Ooh, you yeah. can't say you can't say something's gonna gonna be male. That's a cl- that's a classic <laughs> mistake. Uh, yeah, I mean Daniel is Daniel's good, but he's he's not nearly as relatable as fucking Lawrence is. Yeah, well, Daniel's got like a lot of the kind of bravado. Yeah, and that... he's successful. Right, yeah. That guy's not for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am excited about um, Dro. Yeah, I like Dro. Yeah. Dro's Dro gives Daniel a run for his money in the looks department. Who? How would you, you rank so? the three guys? Uh, uh, Lawrence, mm-hmm. number one, far and away. Yeah. I would put Daniel. Yeah, same. I Daniel would, too. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, Dro might not be far behind. He's got the height. He's got like a. Yeah. He's like a, there's something about him that is sort of uh, just like smooth. Yeah. And it's hard to look away. Dro's got. He's got weird teeth though. No, but he's got like uh, he's got like a Katie Holmes kind of smile, which where it's like kind of fucked up, but it's kind of endearing. Yes, right. Like I, I, I think that it's, uh, it's. It's quite charming. His he's got like a it's like a triangle. Oh really? Like, uh, his front teeth sort of form a triangle uh, underneath them in the negative space. Well, which is his funny. his whole situation forms a triangle in my pants. Oh god! 